0: Hello and welcome to episode 38, 38 of the Empowered by Design podcast. Today we will be talking about, chatting about, hearing about the power of connection. Specifically, the power of connecting in a group format. So a group context, a team, a group a family, a unit, so that powerful, magical, even sometimes, experience that comes when you are part of a group, and when you are part of a group, and you allow yourself to connect authentically with the other members of your group, so excited for this episode. Stay tuned. welcome to the podcast empowered by design i'm your host dr liz a licensed psychologist and owner of visionistas by design wellness boutique in nazareth pennsylvania this podcast is about the power of connection and a proactive approach to mental health and overall wellness It's about finding and owning your power right now and using it for good by nurturing the connection of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Empowered by Design podcast delivers psychological concepts and practical strategies with a real-life approach. Designed to empower health and wellness, optimal performance, authentic connection with yourself and others, and purposeful, joyful living. Be well. Live. empowered, Dream. Design. Deliver. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 38. I am so excited to be here with you. Um, On this episode, I am Dr. Liz. I am your host, each and every episode, and today is a fun one for me. I am excited to talk about this topic that has been on my list of episodes to bring to you for quite some time. And I, so I'm kind of, I'm, mm, I, would, I was gonna say I'm kind of a planner, but I'm not really a planner. I'm somewhere in the middle. So there are things that I really like to plan. I have this planner that I write in with my pencil that if you saw it, you would say, oh my goodness, uh, I am a list maker, I am a list crosser offer, and I like to put things in my calendar. I have not yet gravitated, um, made the big leap to all electronic calendar. I just can't do it. I love planning um, planning in my planner so much with a pencil and an eraser. And um, So I'm somewhere in the middle because then I also have a... Aspect, an aspect of my personality that is not so planning, not so planful, I guess we would say. I do like to just kind of go with the flow at times and really let let what's happening um, direct my actions, direct my path. And that, that can be really fun sometimes, and at other times it can be really, really frustrating for me and I'm sure for other people too because I just sometimes dance to my own to my own rhythm Um, but so this is one that has been in my you know my mind and my heart and my soul for a while because I love so so much groups in general group just the group dynamic um, especially when you have a good group of people good collection of souls and people who just vibe well together. And I am very, very fortunate to have had some amazing, amazing groups in my life in, um in all aspects of life. So you've heard me talk about my family, which is our, our very first group that we, that we can say we belong to, is our family unit. And you've heard me sing the praises of my family. Um and i've also had some amazing friend groups which you've heard a little bit about as well along the way so thank you for coming back if as i'm saying that if you have tuned in previously and have heard about some of these amazing people that i i surround myself with and that that i'm blessed to have been surrounded by in my life and i i think i i have to say i believe that the the positive experiences that I've had with groups has made me, encouraged me, inspired me to recreate them for, for myself and for other people. So um, there's this quote. It's popping into my mind. I don't even know if I'm gonna get it right, but it's something about you know surround yourself with the people who, whose whose eyes light up when you walk into the room. Those are the ones you keep. Um, And I want to say that that maybe is Elizabeth Gilbert, but I might be getting that wrong. So I'll, I'll check, I'll double check and put it in the show notes. But it is, it is, it is about surrounding yourself with people who you can be yourself with authentically and comfortably and vulnerably and, um, and really enjoy, enjoy with fun, (laughs) with Fun and and seriousness because you know life makes us have to be serious sometimes, um, but so I've I, in my mind this episode started with really talking about my work and the power of group therapy. So um, I will be coming back around to that today in this and really talking about how life groups um, have been wonderful. F- uh, you know for for me but for all of us right so I invite you to think about a group of people that you just when you think of them in your mind and hold them into your in your heart you just smile because they're amazing and um and then we all <laughs> we've probably all had the other end of the spectrum where you, you just feel like whether it's at work or at school, um, or somewhere there where you just don't feel like this is this is not my space these are not this is not my group of people and that's okay too right There is some very um, important powerful dynamics in forming groups and and so um, in my work as a psychologist, I was very privileged to have a training program that, you know i took classes on group therapy and had amazing mentors and professors and supervisors who also believed in the power of group therapy and group dynamics so not just the actual therapy space that is you know there there are some therapeutic factors but in general having group think group energy group dynamics that can be really great. Um, and again, every time I say that, I, I feel like I have to say, yes, there there are some that aren't great too, but we're going to talk about the greatness of it today. We're going to talk about how, how amazing and powerful it can be when you find yourself or orchestrate yourself into a collection of people that you feel safe and comfortable with And so today, so exciting for me today, was my very, very first meeting with the newest constellation of the Visionistas team. So as you know, if you listened to last week's episode, episode number 37, I told you that there was a new member, but I said it's not time yet for me to go into too much detail. Um, and today is the time. Today is the time I'm going to talk about our new member of the Visionistas team, and I promise that you will be hearing more, seeing more of her. Her name is Vicky, Vicki Alersha, and she is a licensed professional counselor. She today, we had a meeting with, with the whole team. Um, so it was me and Vicki and Aaliyah and Hannah and Samantha. We were all together. Um, and we, we, we we love the the fact that even if we're not all together in the same space and for the whole entire time that we're meeting, that we have the the lovely privilege of technology um, to be able to you know zoom in <laughs> when when we can. So we were all together today with with our meeting, and Vicky met the the rest of the team, and the rest of the team met Vicky, and. Um, and we, in true Visionista form, we just, we were true to ourselves. And um, so when I go to the, go into these meetings, I have some bullet points. So there's some planning. I have some bullet points that I, I think about throughout the week or we put on the agenda for, you know, for future to come back to as we, we do plan actually here. So we, I have to say that we do plan here and we love to think about the future and um sometimes we're thinking a few steps ahead and then sometimes we're in it and we're we're kind of elbow deep elbows deep in the planning so Vicky got to meet everyone today everyone got to meet Vicky and um at one point you know I just we were really just talking about the energy that we were carrying with us and for some reason we had this different kind of energy today This morning I'll say so as you're hearing this um, this was our meeting this week there was just a different kind of energy to the day we were chatting about the energy of the week busyness and and some heaviness and some just kind of we 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 noticed it and when you notice it you can either like push through it and say okay let's get to the agenda and we need to check this off the list and check that off the list and I'm saying okay I need to do this and okay let's talk about this And like, it just feels like yuck, you know, when you're just forcing that, pushing the agenda. And we just kind of said, let's just talk about this energy here. (laughs) So we did, we got all, you know, had a little chance to just kind of touch in with each other, touch base, check in, um, shed off, which helps kind of shake off some of the energy that you're, that we carry with us from different aspects of our lives. So we're all coming, you know, at life from different angles, you know, introducing Vicki to this new meeting. And I was like, Oh my goodness, but we're, but our energy. Um, so we had to just talk it out. And, um, and there were some tears. <laughs> so again, in, in true me fashion, true Liz fashion, there were some tears and I just turned to Vicki and I said, we cry here, um, so which was fun, and she was amazing as I knew she'd be, and I as I trusted, as I knew just from when I met her first that we we share a vibe, we share a passion and a mission, and um, she said it was refreshing to be around people who were just themselves. So that is what we do here; we are ourselves, and. We ended up having, you know, then our energy was felt better and I made a comment of, you know, oh, feels good to get that out. And Leah, <laughs> you know, she joked and said, Oh, does it feel better when you talk about things? That's that's what we do. We that's those are our little nerdy jokes as, as a fellow therapist, um, making fun of ourselves when we're surprised. At how good it feels to get some of these these things off of our chest but not just you know off of our chest so off out of our body out of our out of our energy and oh I can just even feel feel talking about it my energy is uplifted and just in basking in that lovely lovely energy of connection and and that is I must say that is what exactly what I'm talking about today is the power of being around people who you can be you with. So I shared something really personal about, you know, something that was applicable, the theme of not forcing it. Um, So Aaliyah helped me, you know, we all help each other out, but she asked me, you know, like, are you having fun with this? We're talking about a program and an event and there's like a sticking point for me on something and and I was you know talking it out working it out and when we do that when we allow ourselves that time to process and just talk things out it invites perspective it invites um, connection It invites empathy and support and ideas and well maybe try this or try that and it also invites someone who knows you and who knows how you want your energy to be to be able to say Liz it doesn't sound like this is as fun as it was when you first started talking about it and I'm like oh my gosh you're right I'm forcing it. I'm forcing it. And I don't force things. <laughs> I can't force it. Um so I shared, you know, a story about where that that motto came from for me years and years ago when I was in a really um exciting yet exciting yet mixed emotion kind of place. So exciting. I was starting my grad program, but I was also in a place of Sadness because I was leaving, you know, my little newborn baby. By then, he was a couple months old, maybe. Um, But, you know, like that struggle, that mom guilt that I'm doing something I love, I'm pursuing my passion, and it's taking me away from my family, which is just – can be really devastating and discouraging and something that at that point in time – I was not yet in a group of people that it was brand new. It was literally probably the first um, week or so of my program. So the, the relationships had not yet been formed um, to the point where I felt like safe or like I could, you know, say, you know, I'm really struggling. I had this nightmare last night that my baby, you know, was in danger because I wasn't there. Um, And not because of the people that were in my group at that time, because now there are certainly people within that group that I can go to and and share those things. And over time, we formed those connections where we could be open and vulnerable, but it was not the time yet. It was early on in the relationship. And so that is another piece of the power of groups is that it takes time to form and there's you know the stages of of forming a group and and the norming and the storming um and and really just going through the the process of building that power and building that connection and building that trust is is an amazing one so i was able to share with with my with my team today just that that dynamic of like yes I know that thank you thank you for this feedback um, this means we just put something we put it on the shelf and I say that I say that a lot I, I get sometimes I get made fun of I'm like okay let's just put this topic on the shelf because there's something else going on here and we love to just kind of dig a little bit deeper and go in go in and see and just kind of explore so wonderful wonderful day we had a an amazing meeting we we had an amazing then energy that was uplifting <laughs> and we were all saying we felt so uplifted from From the meeting, and then today is Wednesday when I'm recording this. So we had another midday magic session where we have just loved. So we started this in September where we stopped. We just stop in the middle of our day, in the middle, and really the middle of the work week, if you're a Monday through Friday kind of person. And we stop, pause, and take time to breathe, take time to meditate take time to connect with each other and um and that is that is the formula (laughs) that's our formula for for really all that we do here is is allowing our being intentional not just allowing it to happen but being intentional so having the time scheduled to meet with your group to meet with your team to be consistent to show up and be committed um of course things come up but one of the the most important things that i have communicated to my clients that i work with um whether in coaching or therapy um is that power of of showing up showing up authentically showing up with commitment and even being able to kind of just say my energy is kind of here tonight or today wherever you are um so being intentional about it and planful, planful, and also allowing your, allowing the process to be organic, right? So um, I'm excited for a program that I, that's still in the works. My design and flow program <laughs> is coming. I'm very, very excited about it and I will talk more about it when when the time is right because it's, the time is not right right now, and so I. That is one thing that I I love is that trust um, in in myself and trust in my team for us to really kind of know to slow down, pause, and and take take inventory with each other and with our energy to really help each other out. Um, and so that is what I foster in the programs that we do here again ranging from events and workshops that happen once you know where you you kind of sign up for this party we had last month we had a falling into healthy habits party where it was a collection of individuals who could make it on that night and came and so we have those are our kind of parties our one-time events and we get of course we have we have people who come to, um, who repeat and come back to those, and we love that so much because then there is that camaraderie, and then there is that oh hey, how have you been? Excitement and checking in. Um, even our midday magic, we've had some regulars who come, and and it's just lovely to see their faces and have their energy present. So here at Vision East, as we do events. We do. We we love to call them parties. We love to have fun here. <laughs> uh, we do programs where they're on a regular basis. So the midday magic has been weekly for five weeks now, and we invite you to come. It's really fun. We we just have a little quick guided meditation session today. We had a little sneak peek of some of our upcoming events um, that I will share with you as well. I, th- I think I shared some of them last week, but. Um, my, my design and flow program is coming. Um, Hannah will be hosting a vision board party in November. So stay on the lookout for that because we love to, we love to recognize again, this power of planning and the power of getting yourself into the spirit that you want to cultivate with intention, intentional vision for 2022 because my friends, it is right around the corner. Okay. I know it's October. I know we didn't even get to Halloween yet, which I know it's coming and that's fun. And there's lots of fall festivals happening. And we also know that kind of once the end of November hits, it's like bam, 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 bam. There's lots of things that happen at the end of the year. And um, I, a couple of years ago, I did a vision board party with a friend of mine Veronica and we did it in November and it was amazing because um you get a you get a head start on your 2022 year vision and you get to be kind of allowing yourself to align with that vision even through sometimes those very hectic hectic but amazing and celebratory ups and downs around the end of end of the year and all of the holidays and shopping and parties and galas and um, we'll see what what happens this year with with that and um, what we're allowed to do, how we're allowed or invited or encouraged to gather. Um, but so that will be in November. Another program coming in November is Samantha's Style by Design event. So Samantha is our image consultant, and she will be bringing you lots of fun things about. Um, The season, dressing for your holiday season, your holiday celebrations from cash, comfy, comfy cash, all the way up to glam, and um, shopping, so shopping tips. Her event will be in November as well before the holiday shopping season really takes off (laughs) so that you um, will have some time to take some of her tips and Aaliyah is starting her own podcast, which is so, 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 so exciting. Um, so you will be hearing from Aaliyah on this podcast in the upcoming weeks, and you'll hear more details about that. And then our brand new team member, Vicky, will be offering a program called A New You. So Vicky, just like the rest of us, is very much into empowering um, empowering people, empowering women, and her program, A New You, is Really, I love to call it, as we were talking about it, I said it's. it reminds me of someone really stepping out into the sunshine. So um, leaving a relationship that um, ha- has been not healthy or um, you know toxic sometimes and really finding your way home to you. Um, home and home kind of coming back to who you are at your core and also incorporating the newness of your experiences into creating a path that is full of light and promise. And so wow, I'm just (laughs) beaming at all of these fun, fun things that we have coming up that we have coming up here at Visionista. So like I said, we have we we range from one time events that are just workshops and then we go all the way to group programs that are coaching programs and therapy groups, um, that are you know that range from from one side to the other. So it's very exciting. It's very exciting here. Um, when I think about the the actual aspect of group therapy, that is, when I said I have had this podcast in my mind. Um, I did a, I was a guest on um, the Therapeutic Perspective podcast organized by my colleague and friend Sarah Dynan, who um, really connects with therapists and presents topics for other professionals in this mental health field, and I was a guest speaker on her um, podcast podcast. A couple of months ago, I want to say maybe even back in February, and I talked about group therapy work, and so it is a passion of mine. I am energized and invigorated, and I absolutely, absolutely love the group therapy experiences that I have um, been able to be a part of in my own private practice and also obviously throughout my training and my life just the different group experiences that I've had that have shaped me and helped me to recognize and cherish that power um, that can that can be present in a group so I'm going to go through what I do each um, in my practice at this time so when this podcast is here I have come to a a space of organizing a lot of what we do in our programs that are continuous into a season approach. So a fall season, a winter season, a spring season, um, a summer season, and it just really feels organic and wonderful (laughs) for me personally, and it seems to really be helpful in scheduling, um, scheduling for clients as well. So when I, um, when someone I, I <laughs> encouraged a therapy client who's an individual therapy to think about group therapy, and I, I have started to do that right away, right when they call in the beginning, um, talk about the power of group therapy, and um, it, typically someone. It's beneficial for someone to get some experience in individual therapy before putting someone into group to a group therapy, and not always. Um, but the 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 group that has been running the longest for me in my practice is an interpersonal process therapy group, um, and that is really for members who members individuals who. Have made some progress on their goals that they came in with in individual work, and and have a desire to continue that work in in, in a relational sense. So recognizing in life um, how powerful relationship can be, social connection, and not just social contact, but actually social support, it is shown to be one of the most beneficial factors for healing, growth, um, achieving goals, but also for for people who have encountered crisis or who have experienced trauma and tragedy. One of the most effective and powerful factors for healing and moving through uh, experiences like that in a positive way is having social connection, social support, social reciprocity. And that is one of the biggest intentions that I have in forming and creating these groups is to provide that space for people to connect with others who share in that goal and desire to connect meaningfully with others. So um, we, we have some pretty, um, pretty deep conversations and um, I love that. I love having deep conversations with people in my li- in my life in my personal life, um, and I I think that they they can be so so invigorating and so meaningful. And of course, we also recognize the the importance of chit chat and <laughs> daily conversation as well. Oh, there I go with the microphone, um, but. Definitely recognizing that, in the group therapy space, there are certain characteristics and factors that come into play. And so, each season that I, when I begin a season of group therapy, I start that very first session by reading through, um, and I'm going to go through them with with you in just a few moments. These therapeutic factors that are um, that are key. And amazing when we think about group therapy, and I will say that these come from Irvin Yalom, who is one of the most amazing psychoanalysts in the history of psychology, psychiatry, um, and a huge um, inspiration in the group therapy world. So if you if you <laughs> If you've ever done group therapy or have run group therapy, you've certainly um, been touched and blessed by his work, and um, and th- these come from his the his book, "The Theory and Practice of Group Psychotherapy." My edition's pretty old, I'm sure <laughs> by now, but um, I will be going through those, and that is where they come from. So. Each season, the first session of each season, I, I read through them and just kind of talk about what they mean, as a reminder to the members who are who are returning. So, in again in my in my practice, um, people can come for a few seasons, and you know as long as it's aligned with their goals and and being meaningful. Um, and beneficial and it works with their schedule um and what we know is you know a lot of um a lot of great um, what do we great outcomes yeah great outcomes um are connected when you're in a group for a a period of time, so it's helpful to. I always encourage people to try it out for at least one season. Try to give it two seasons, um, because two seasons typically comes out to about six months ish, and um, and you really then you're really forming the connections that you can then use to be yourself, to be authentic, to come out in a space of. Honesty, authenticity, um, to give feedback and to hear feedback that sometimes you know makes you think, um, makes you think about um, relationship style and behavior. So I'm going to go through these eleven factors. Number one is the installation of hope, and these are the these are therapeutic factors that are very very powerful for group therapy but as you listen to them even if you have no experience in therapy or no experience in group therapy really I invite you to think about how these could fit in with your experiences in groups and we we all have them um whether they're in person or virtual is a different story and um But you can do both. So I've been doing group therapy virtually now for, um, yeah, well, since since the pandemic, and um, we're excited for the day we we can safely, you know, do go back to in person, Um, and we're we're thankful for the technology that allows us to meet virtually at this time. So really instilling hope, right? Um, sometimes in life we. We love to be able to see the power of growth in ourselves and also to see it in, in others, calling attention to hope. Sometimes we it's hard to find hope on our own. And when we see it in others, either by you know sharing of experiences or actually witnessing someone growing right in front of your eyes in this shared space, it is amazing. Amazing. Um, number two is universality so as human beings there is a commonality obviously we have differences and obviously we have different backgrounds and come from different um, family systems and we are there is a universality of the human condition so there are common things that we go through as as humans um, and it's wonderful to be, to notice that and to call attention to that so that we can have that increased ability to relate well and in healthy ways with others. Number three is the imparting of information. So um, we we like to have certainty. We like to have answers. We like to solve problems. And again, sometimes we need some help. Sometimes it's nice to just get some perspective with that. And... To deliver information, whether that's wisdom from life experiences, or I tried this, you should try it. Um, so, really, just being able to be in a space where people are sharing with you information that is for their growth, for your growth, and to, to be helpful. Um, again, these are the these are eleven factors that are that are powerful in group. In group dynamics and specifically in group therapy. Number four is altruism. So the the benefit that we have in and the gains that we can experience through through giving of ourselves to other people, through that spirit of helping and feeling useful um, and meaningful, and noticing the purpose of our life and our energy that is beyond our own our own path right so being able to use our own experiences and our own thoughts ideas perspectives and energy to help others Number five: the corrective recapitulation of the primary family group. Okay, so that's a lot of words there, and basically, what that means is that we all have, like, like you've heard me talk about, we all have family contexts that we are born into, um, uh, other group experiences throughout our lives, and. We all have different ones, right? There are some shared commonalities. but sometimes there are conflicts in in our family system or things that aren't wonderful or, or are stressful. Um, there's in families, there's abuse, there's trauma, there's secrets, there's betrayal, there's separation, there's neglect. there's you know there's some things that um, we know when, we have adverse childhood experiences, and those can come in a family context. Um, that they affect us in ways um, that can create patterns in our lives. That in the moment we adapt um, our behaviors to survive a certain situation, um, whether it's a tragedy that cannot be prevented, or it's it's a, an abuse or a trauma enacted by another um, another member of the family or an outsider but um, yeah right as even talking about it it's there is sadness in this world there is pain in this world and there is healing in this world and so the opportunity to be in a group is to recreate dynamics that can be healthy and supportive and you can try out the trust, um, and experience a sense of safety in a way that maybe was not there during your early childhood. Um, I need a drink. (laughs) So the group opportunity really offers um, offers that opportunity. So what I tell people is a lot of times what happens in a group therapy setting is that you are going to reenact the role that you play in a group. So if you are a leader in groups, te- you tend to lead sometimes in, in the group therapy space. If you are more of a listener, that's going to happen also in the therapy group. So what happens in the, the real world tends to repeat itself inside the group. We call the group a microcosm of the outside world and what that means is that you can learn from it you can have awareness you can deepen your understanding and you can also make changes that may be helpful for you in groups outside of the therapy space so you can practice them inside of therapy in that safe safe space and trusting space and then um, use that that powerful experience to then try new things in in your in your outside groups as well. number six is the development of socializing techniques So social learning within groups can be direct right so watching um, the dynamics and and trying something learning from others and it can also be indirect and implicit and we love to invite people to pay attention to the dynamics that are underneath the Explicit content. So we we talk about things and we talk about topics and whether it's you know wearing masks or I got I received this news or I got a promotion um, and then the underneath of that those things that can connect us and share um, and sh- a shared experience with others. Number seven in this list of. Powerful therapeutic factors for group therapy and groups in general. Um, number seven is imitative behavior. So again, this does not need to be in a therapy group to be able to look at someone's behavior and say, "Hmm, I I like I like how that looks. I I like how people are responding to that person. Maybe I want to try that out." Um, so they may. They may model each other. They may model a group leader, um, the therapist, or just other members, and then you know they're being able to experience what it's like, practice it, and um, and have some vicarious learning. Number eight is interpersonal learning. So interpersonal relationships and corrective emotional experiences in groups. And it comes back to, you know, what I was talking about in number five. In the, in the groups, there's a lot of overlap in, in, these, in these factors. Um, but just being able to have that opportunity to learn about your relationship style, learn about how do I give love how do I receive love how do I give and receive attention affection care empathy Um, and to be able to really check in with yourself in the moment I really love to invite the here and now process of the therapy space and really recognizing that yes there's content that people bring in from their lives and then also it's about what's happening in the space in the room Um, having reactions to other people whether that's based on that person or maybe oh this person reminds me of something or someone Um, and then being able to process that within a within the safe um, trusting space of of the therapy is is amazing I'm saying amazing a lot, I know, I understand, I hear myself, <laughs> but it is, I love it so much, I really can't say how much I love it, um, and it's funny because my, I will say that um, it can be scary to to enter into a group, um, for sure, and um, when I first started forming the therapy group program in my practice, um, you know, it was, you know, it was like, I got to, really sell this group because (laughs) they're used to just being with me and they they know me, they trust me, and to say, okay, now I want you to, or I invite you, to take this learning to a new level. Take this experience of therapy to the next level and do it in a group. And I, I promise it can be it can be amazing. It can be great. It can be therapeutic. And, um, and I've had, you know, several group members say, she really, (laughs) she really had to talk me into this, or she really told me it was going to be great. I don't know why I'm here, but they, and then they, they say, and I'm so, so glad that I joined. I'm so, so glad that I joined. So we love to, um, yeah, we love to, you know, just, let the process happen, and also I recognize it's a scary one. It's a it's a risk to put your to to bear your soul, and um, that takes me to number nine: group cohesiveness. Whew, yes, it is. Um, when you think about relationships and the ones that that matter the most to you, there is this connection and. A, a power in that connection with people, feeling um, a sense of warmth and comfort and belonging, feeling valued and accepted and, and not wanting to miss, right? So I've had um, you know, group members say, like, I I I can't I, I can't make it next week. I have this thing I cannot miss um, in my life, whether you know it's a championship literally game or a work trip that I have to go on Um, but I don't want to miss because I don't want to miss anything Um, and and you know we have the fear of missing out you know as human beings but there is something about coming each week and just being a part of the process Um, even if there's nothing on your mind that you're like oh I really need help with this there is a power in coming and bearing witness to the journey, sometimes the pain, sometimes the joy and the excitement of others. And over time, over time, group cohesiveness is formed. Um, And it is, it is wonderful. They even joke sometimes that they don't really need me, (laughs) which is, you know, then that's a sign of a great group, Um, that they, they will uh, form those connections and bonds. And it's, great. Um, Number 10, we're almost through these. Number 10 is catharsis. So catharsis is that process of, you know, sometimes we call it venting, just having a space to get it out, to talk it out. (laughs) Like I was saying earlier, um, that as therapists, we joke with each other about, you know, how we know talking things out can be helpful. And so we kind of just sometimes will say, I just need to talk this out. I don't know if I need any advice or anything. Um, I just, maybe I just need to talk it out and I need someone to be present and bear witness to this. Um, and so that is, that can be so helpful in, in, in the group therapy realm, as well as in addition to the individual space. Um, And lastly, the 11th factor we are gonna talk about today is existential factors. So when we think of existential factors, we think of those, um, those experiences we have in life that sometimes have no or a cloudy, a cloudy um, purpose, a cloudy meaning. There's, there's grief, there's bereavement, there's what is the purpose of all this? What is the meaning making, finding meaning in the face of adversity, um, sharing in the uncertainty of life, which we've all had the experience to do when we, when we go through certain experiences together as a globe, as a people, as a group um, like pandemic, like 9-11 when we go through something tragic and full of, of emotional content and uncertainty and so there are things in this world that science cannot always explain and these are the existential factors the The ability to um, be present, be present in in the work, to be present in the space with with each other. So there's this therapeutic opportunity for change and growth and healing. And group therapy is a space that demonstrates that, where members sometimes, you know, sometimes we don't. Get what we need in other kinds of groups. Um, it's hard in a workplace, you know, to to talk about death or crisis or fear and betrayal and things that just feel like okay, this isn't the time or place, right? Sometimes even in our society, we say, okay, don't talk about these things here. We don't talk about that here. Will we talk about it here? Therapy. We talk about it in our group work, and um, we share in that connection with with each other. So those are the eleven factors. I'm just gonna I'm gonna tick down them real quickly. Um, the installation of hope, universality, imparting of information, altruism, that corrective experience um, connected with the primary family group. development of socializing techniques, imitative modeling behavior, interpersonal learning, group cohesiveness, catharsis, and existential factors. Mm -hmm. Yay. Um, And so, yes, so at at the beginning of each group therapy season, that is what I do. I go through those. I talk about them and we we come back to them sometimes and, and kind of uh, draw attention to them, sometimes directly and sometimes indirectly. We, we, we touch on those. And so, again, whether or not you've ever had the experience of joining a therapy group, these are common, you know, most of them you can kind of imagine how you can find the opportunity for a lot of them in the groups that you organically find yourself in, in life, at school, a team, um, a unit, a club, a, a family, a friend group, um, a choir, right whatever it is, the, the power of group can be so, so transcendent and it is one of the most exciting and invigorating pieces of my work in all aspects of the work that I do, and also in my the work of connecting with my team. So connecting with people who share in that recognition of how powerful it can be to connect well with others. So I invite you, and if you haven't ever tried group therapy, I would say go for it. <laughs> yes, it can be scary. Yes, it can be... Um, Uncomfortable and, and nerve-wracking at first, and with the right um, with the right experience, the right person putting you in there, um, it can be it can be amazing. It can be just just what we need. Um, thank you for listening. So I am going to end it there today, and I appreciate your tuning in again. I appreciate your coming back if this is um, if you have been here before if you are new welcome we love that you are here and I say we because it's me and the team you will be hearing from from them shortly and lots of events coming up that you can meet and hang out with us because we love we love connecting with you in all the different places that we offer connection that is one of our one of our core values here is connecting and fun, and empowering, empowering ourselves, and empowering others, uplifting, I invite you to subscribe, if you are not already subscribed, I really would love for you to do that on whatever platform you're listening, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, you get a little alert every time that these come out, and I, I shoot to do them every Thursday, so, um, so yeah, subscribe and share it with someone if you if this was meaningful for you or you think it would be meaningful for one of your people. Um, send them a little text. Send them a little message and share it with them. We cannot wait, cannot wait to connect with you again at the next episode. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power.